So when I was in college, I had this friend named Teddy. And Teddy was this brilliant guy, just brilliant. He was funny, he was charming, he was just delightful. But Teddy was a hypochondriac. He always thought that he was dying. And we were really close for a while. And we decided to travel to Europe together. And on the plane, Teddy says to me, have them call my mom, I'm dying. And I'm like, Teddy, <laughs> she's just gonna worry. Like, maybe you're not dying. We should maybe wait until we, we should wait till you die before we tell her that you're dying. And he's like, no, you don't understand. I'm dying. Have them call my mom now. And I'm like, oh, Teddy, come on. And he's like, just please, I need a doctor. I need a doctor. Somebody get me a doctor. And so, you know, a, a stewardess goes and they make a call. Does anyone here a doctor? And there was a doctor on the plane. So the doctor came and they had him lie down in the aisle and he's like testing his pulse. And he's like, I don't see anything wrong with him, but let's just call an ambulance so that when we arrive, they can just grab him and see if he's okay. So they call an ambulance and he's saying, have them call my mom. And I'm like, no, Teddy, I'm not calling your mom until we check this out. So we get in the ambulance and they check him out and there's nothing wrong with him. And, you know, he just is like, oh, I guess I'm okay. And we end up staying in a squat. And the person whose room we were staying in was a doctor. And every day, instead of walking around London with me, Teddy would go to the medical library. And he would look up his symptoms. And every day he would come back from his library trip. And he would say, I figured it out. This is what I have. I've got this. And he would show it to the doctor whose room we were staying in. And his name was Harry. And Harry would say, you can't have that. And you're like, why not? I have all the symptoms. He says, yeah, but if you had that, your tongue would be white. And your tongue isn't white. And he was like, oh. And he'd be really disappointed. And then he'd go back the next day and do the same exact thing with a new diagnosis. And again, Harry would say, you don't have that. You, you, if you had that, you would, wouldn't be able to walk. And Teddy was just insisting that he was going to die soon. And at one point, Harry said, listen, what do you want? Do you want some morphine? Do you want some heroin? Here, I got some. You can have it. And he was like, will that help me? He was like, I don't know. What's your problem? I don't know what your problem is. And Teddy was like, well, I don't know either. And I said, Teddy, you know what? I can't take this anymore. I'm just going to travel by myself. And he said, Kave, I'm going to die. And you're going to feel guilty for the rest of your life that you abandoned me. And I said, you know what, Teddy? I'm willing to take that chance. And he said, I can't believe you're doing this. I'm dying. I said, I know you think that. I don't think that. So we went our separate ways. And his hypochondria just got worse and worse. And this went on for 30 years. And, you know, he lost every job he had because of this. He lost every relationship he's had because of this. And he won't even talk to his friends because he thinks he's dying and his friends don't understand. And he's just isolated himself from the entire world. And what's sad was that he was such an incredibly brilliant and amazing person. And over the years, he's just gotten less and less fun, certainly, but also just he's become dulled, dulled with self-pity. And I don't know where this comes from, but I think all he ever wanted was for people to feel sorry for him. And it was just like such a sad waste of a life. 